Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, peeps? Welcome to the Don. We're going for a trip on the wild side tonight. This is going to be a cool-ass show. Version 3.0, Glenn Osborne in the house. And uh, we're going to be talking about Vinny's favorite subject, hot chick, money, etc. As always, it should be a classic. Enjoy it while you can. This show will be coming to the end at a theater near you soon. I'll be back in a minute. Yes, I'm gonna let the whole friggin' theme music play tonight. Theme from Debbie Does Dallas. I'll be back. <laughs> this was a long theme. It is in the public domain. Full disclosure. Starring Bambi Wood. Americana adult video. Freaking computer. Block Talk Radio on the World, what's up? We are on the last hurrah tour, teetering on the edge of sanity. Enjoy the show while you can, because I'm going to pull the plug on it like at any time, and it's not even going to be announced. It's just going to be here today, and then poof, just like that, gone tomorrow. It's going to be legendary. Anyway, this is going to be a cool show. I am going to radically do departures from what I normally do. I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want because it is my show. I finally realized that. And uh, Glenn Osborne is always a great guest, and this is going to be a cool subject, and we're going to get into it with him. Uh, what did we do today? We had Denise over. Uh, what, what else exciting? We had Denise over. That is always exciting. We uh, did a little jacuzzi and cold crystal. And uh, what else that I can talk about on the air? Uh, that's about all I can talk about on the air. Uh, we're going to have a future show about America's love affair with Xanax. And this should be a great show for any of you who use the term I suffer from rather than I deal with. You know who you are. And by the way, if you don't think those little white bars are evil, try to stop taking them for three days and see what happens to you. Uh, what else? Uh, pretty much just, uh, you know, kind of in that vortex stage where I could go either direction. You never know. Um, a lot of strange things happening, like uh, midlife crisis to the 10th power. Not sure. It's strange. But anyway, um, before I bring Glenn on, we've had him on twice. It's always cool. 
Uh, Glenn Osborne, for those of you who don't know, is uh, one of the, I mean, the guy, I mean, it's always hard to describe him. I mean, so I always say he puts a unique perspective on NLP. He, he's got clients that are millionaires. He has had the perspective of working around guys like Gary Halbert and Jay Abraham. Uh, this is not your run-of-the-mill guest. He doesn't do things uh, the way you always heard they should be done, like like the uh, the friggin' Carly Simon song, and that's the type of guest I like. Somebody who's not afraid to come at people a little differently. And when it comes to uh, seduction, I mean, back in the '80s, um, I didn't know anything about NLP or anything. I mean, back then it was like a disco powder, an eight ball of disco powder, and a hundred dollar bill, and you got lucky. Um, I'm sure Glenn's got some ideas that probably are more legal and probably more cost-effective. I had to throw that in. I still miss the 80s. I still miss the 80s. Um, as far as, uh, you know, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I'm actually glad we're doing this show because uh, I actually have done fairly well in the, in the girl department girl getting department and it's not because i'm some robert redford in his prime i think it's primarily was always attitude and probably using a lot of this stuff glenn talks about and not even knowing it it was just demanding the best for myself and that's why i oftentimes could walk into places with girls that were so beautiful that people instinctively say oh my god that chick must be using him that's that's kind of what my goal was always you know my set the bar high and i've done well um the love department fail miserably because, uh, and I've given that up. <laughs> Truth be told, I have found that what ends up invariably happening in the three relationships I've had. See, I, I had a girl tell me once, uh, God, 20 years ago, oh, you're not capable of love. And I, and I thought about that, and it kind of always bothered me. But I can tell you from personal experience, the last two relationships, that when you come into them and you give more than you take and you actually try to do the right thing, it's often taken as a sign of weakness. And one of the most brilliant things I ever heard was from the mother of an ex-girlfriend of mine who said to me point blank, and I'll never forget this, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to get Glenn on, um, the more you do for her, the more she'll hate you for it. And I couldn't figure that out until years later. And what she was trying to tell me is that her daughter, whom she loved, was pretty screwed up in a lot of areas, and that uh, looks wasn't one of them, by the way. This was just a friggin' gorgeous girl, and one I tried to save, you know, because that's my mentality. Um, anyway, what invariably happened is the more you do for certain someone, oftentimes it, it triggers a reflection of the mirror that does reflect back as, oh, my God, I can't even do this for myself. I need him to. And she was right. What ended up happening was, you know, the more I did, um, it, it, it literally turned into a loathing. It was a self-loathing that came back to me. Um, since then, tried it one more time, um, you know, and, and I would say to people, before you ever put another individual above yourself, think about it. You might end up in the backseat of a car getting your toe broke. It's not fun, you know. Um, so I, I'm back to enjoying, you know, you know I, like, I like the control of just being able to go out and date and say, see ya. I tried it, and believe me, I over-delivered. 
and uh, it's not for Vinny. So, with that said, we will have some interesting shows up in the future, like I said. Um, you know, I am going through uh, some definite uh, experiences in life, which are interesting, and uh, we'll see how long I can keep the show going. But until then, we're going to do, like, the greatest hits. It's going to be like the legend that comes back and then does, like, the greatest hits, you know. And uh, Glenn Osborne is one of the greatest hits. And let's talk about, um, Glenn, I know I got you on there. Let's talk about the word seduction. And then I'm going to roll over to Gmail and find an outline because, as we know, we don't script shows here. And Glenn just shot me over some ideas, and we have not talked. Actually, I don't think probably since the last interview. So, Glenn Osborne, welcome to Sales and Marketing Behind the Eight Ball, brother. What's up? Oh, you got me sweating over here, dropping names of porn stars. So uh, I'm glad we're. Sammy Woods, yeah, but nobody's found her. <laughs> I'm going to switch over here. Um, let's t- talk a little bit about the word seduction and seduction okay, well, in general. Just for fun, when you asked me to do that, I thought, oh God, um, I better look this up and and sound like I'm an expert, right? Right. So it turns out like the it. Latin, the Latin, L-A-T-I-N. For seduction is the same as the word education. So it means to lead, to take, and to bring. So I thought that was a comical way of starting out here. Uh, that's that's actually like rather interesting. Very uh, educated. Someone told me that uh, Latin was, I think it was my grandmother, said if you actually studied Latin, they taught Latin, people would be a lot smarter. I mean, as far as um, their English would be better. I never knew what the hell she was talking about because, you know, in school they taught French and Spanish. Yeah, my father's but, uh, ninety, and he he took Latin. He can still, yeah, yeah derivate yeah, she, and she subjugate. And, and yeah, I don't think they. Te- I'm not sure they even teach it. I'm going to switch over here real quick here. And you're freezing up there. We were, you and I were right before the show for like thirty seconds before they put us on. We're talking about the Amish <laughs> space heaters, and I said yeah, they must yeah. be selling the shitload of them because uh, that ad's running in USA Today every week. And you're yeah, doing a good not, job. It, it's not yeah. a good heater, but I don't, you're not endorsing uh, the product. <laughs> no, no. Okay. And while we're talking about beautiful women, um, I have yeah. several millionaire photographers that have a discovered a secret weakness that the most gorgeous women have. All of them. You got you, you, you want to fire right off with that one, or you want to wait? Yep, or we're you want to fire off to... with that one? All right, you go fire off with that one. Hold on one second. I want to make sure I'm on cue here. All right. And go ahead. Okay. I like I liked it. I so, like the way you took control of my show away from me. Oh well, go I'm trying to bounce <laughs> off of where you started. So uh, no, I love it. Go for it, brother. Okay, so two or three of these guys have gorgeous ten, tens, elevens, twelves lined up. Uh, the first guy I met uh, years ago, and he said uh, he discovered this in high school. He's taking pictures, and he said every gorgeous woman will follow you around asking questions if you tell her um, you have a problem with your beauty. Did you know that? Or you have a weakness. You know, you don't look as good in a certain way. Are you I, aware of that? I, so is that how he put it? Yep. In other words, okay. wow. walk up. Well, um, he discovered that women who trade on beauty are hyper-aware of their own effect on men, and they spend all of their time trying to maximize that. So if you say I'm a photographer or I have some photographic experience and I noticed you have a weak spot or you're not as beautiful in certain direction or from one side or the other, 
Oh man, they're yours uh, for the next hour. While you... I can see. I, I, my problem would be the opening line without getting punched in the face. Like if, if, if the girl. I'm assuming he was going up to beautiful girls and pointing yep. out some flaw. Yep. Well, now I will say this. I know back in the adult industry, you could be straight with girls and say stuff like that, and it wouldn't offend them. Like, okay, honey, I think your breasts are too big for this scene, or something like that. Well, but I can't, he would always wow. have a camera. He'd always have a camera with him. So, so that that kind of gives, that credentializes yep. you and gives you some position to access Correct. as a photographer. It gives you a right to say something with yep. um, that would get maybe me slapped. Well, I wouldn't get me slapped because I wouldn't say it. But well, but see, um, there's I, I, another little trick of a camera and a press pass. You know, you can print I them up yourself, that. put it on your shirt. You can walk into any trade show free, no gate fees. You are so right. Just sort of, kind of like the old, uh, you know, the guy who wrote a book. He's a friggin' expert, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, they want and, press. And, and, yeah. <laughs> I love the press pass idea. That is, you know what? Any of awesome students out there, that is badass right there. Yeah. You know, right. just friggin' put a put a press pass on. You know, it's sort of like I don't want to hear, oh, it's illegal, and you know, Osmo says it's not going to work in my area. It's illegal, and yeah. Well, if you can't, you know, those, it's what's the worst going to happen? You know, those those of you going to worry about it um, aren't going to have the balls to do anything when you get in there anyway. So it's not a you know really a, a you know problem. But for the right. rest of you who do the signs and stuff, uh, I love that. That is well, now I wouldn't it. recommend doing it. You know, going into the White House that way. But um, that's badass. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's um, you know, I'm a Gary Halbert freak. Uh, it's my favorite. Um, I like. I said I always often say, I think the guy was as equal, if not better, overall marketer. Um, than well, he I was, was just talking to one of Gary Halbert's uh, students. Get weasels or? <laughs> well, I guess I don't know. I don't think they call themselves weasels, but. Uh... Well, I thought make, there was a term Gary had, but you, oh, they were... I, they were all d- derogatory. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah. Well, one of the things um, you've got up here on the um, on the outline, which kind of struck my interest, was there is a classic book out on the market um, that, God, I, I remember this book being advertised in, like, Playboy and a lot of other places. And, I'm, right. I, and it may still be, but it's called... Um, and I know any of you guys out there. And by the way, we're not excluding the ladies out here. Maybe if we got time, we got to, because I do get a lot of female listeners. And ladies, this is not a knock or meant to be a sexy show, uh, believe it or not. I mean, I actually actually let me let me say let me say a couple words about that, Vince. Yeah. Um, women who listen to this are about a hundred times more powerful at this Absolutely. kind of stuff than the men, because they are better at flirting. You know, they can wink. Uh, flash an ankle, well, that was the old days, uh, bend over from one direction to the other now, or wear one of those uh, T-shirts that, you know, has uh, some sexy stuff on it, and you know, the guys just melt. So, I, Well, I, and, and anybody who's been a regular listener of my show, see, a lot of them may have just caught this show, know that I have always said that um, uh, that females trained correctly on an equal playing field would probably kick most men's ass in that regard. Yep. Um, you know, I interviewed Jamie Menton, who's one of the best, and, and and she talked about that a little bit as far as, you know, some 
some, you know, it's like a lot of women got to be either or. I got to be the, you know, just like one of the boys or I or I lose, you know, or I got to be totally, you know, and um, I don't want to get off subject. But well, in any case, have... anybody knows my show knows, knows uh, that's not what it's about. But anyway, the gentleman who wrote this book was Brian Redfield. And um, it's called The Guide on How to Pick Up Women. And I'm guessing Glenn sold millions of copies. Um, uh, well, we, we would, did some weird stuff together, yeah. A Bartender's Guide on How to Pick Up Women. But <clears> now, are we talking so, about, am I, am I on the right thing here um, as far as do I have the right intro for this? It, you, you just checked and said the book, it said uh, 99 cents on yep. Amazon used. I, I don't on, know what it was written in the 70s. That's, um, that's used. It's 20 years old. Okay, now you actually it said it says you helped him sell thousands of dollars of his books. Yeah. Well, dozens. actually, I didn't know this. See, you're you're holding back information from me. I hate this. It's like WikiLeaks. Well, are well, you familiar with Soldier of Fortune magazine? Sure, magazine. Uh, I remember I helped them writing, getting sued once. Yeah, yeah, I helped him write an ad in there, and he put the wrong phone number at the end. Okay, so hold on one second. He, you, you helped. I just want to get this right. You helped the guy sell thousands. I didn't, man. I'm blown away by that. I uh, this, this I is from one ad. Not, not all the other stuff. Okay, well, I'm just talking about you wrote bonus, <clears throat> bonus reports. We're talking okay. tens of thousands of dollars. Okay, go for it. So, now that okay, I got it, Soldier Fortune magazine. You know, it says bartender's guide on how to pick up women, and we went down and explained all the benefits, and he was a Hollywood bartender, and he interviewed successful men who were picking up lots of women, and he mm -hmm. interviewed successful women who were picking up lots of men, and he found out that there were two major things that they asked or that people wanted to know, yeah, and he made a list. He says, so forget the pickup lines. I can tell you what women want to know about you before they'll date you. Just talk about that. You got a date. Okay. So then we said, order for him. And, uh, you know, buy this, it was sixty nine ninety five or whatever. In those days, it was audio tape and a book. Okay. <clears throat> so I wrote ten reports to make it sound, you know, you know, puffier. And right. um, he put the wrong phone number in. So he called up and complained. He says, well, no, that bombed. We didn't get any orders. And I said, oh, rats. Well, who put the so, wrong phone number in? I, you're the copywriter, yeah. dude. <laughs> so about two Probably weeks your later, he gets a phone call complaining from Soldier of Fortune saying, we got two or three mailbags full of orders. Where do we send these damn things? Oh, wow. So, yeah. And, uh, so people were bypassing the, what What was the phone number for? Was that the, like, back, well, when, what time period are we talking about? It was, a, it was a phone number to call in and order the book, you know, leave your credit oh, card. Oh, credit or, card, like, so we're talking, yeah. we're talking late 70s, early 80s, or 80s? Or uh, this was uh, probably late 80s. 90s, okay. you know, oh. 90, 91, 92, something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, anyway, I said, we need to run this thing again. We'll just run a half a page ad, and you'll double your sales and cut your, it cost, cost 10 grand to run the thing. Oh, and, I bet. Uh, he, was, he was doing something else by then, so. But he had a big complaint. Every time he'd do a radio interview like this, he'd send the host a book, Right. Right. 100% of the time, the host would call him and say, I need another book. And Brian would say, why? Well, somebody stole that one. <laughs> what was the what was the secret of the what what was the wrong number i i'm where's i'm trying to form a nexus between the wrong number and the sales the, they well if you don't leave the right address or the wrong right. order number nobody they can buy i got you 
So and the more they sent they their, can't have the, it, the, the more they want. The demand wanted. was such that they just sent their money to Soldier of Fortune anyway. Wow. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, man. That's I was crying. We, we needed to follow that up, but he didn't, didn't want to do it. He was he Well, was yeah, the guy said sipping margaritas under a palm tree with the money he made. Um, yeah, let's yeah. see here. Um, oh, oh, there's a follow-up to that. Yeah, dude, go for it. Uh, that is so powerful that I did an entire continuity program for a small chain of restaurants down in uh, Key Largo. Guy had an upscale restaurant near a gated community full of um, yachting people, and he mm-hmm. actually had a little bus running people back and forth. It was so profitable. But then he had a Mexican restaurant and two or three others nearby, and he wanted to, because people were staying, you know, when they visit, they'd stay a week, his research showed. He wanted to flip them over to the Mexican, and then, the, you know, he had two or three different cultures mm-hmm. of restaurant. So what I did was write, you know, we gave away in the, are you familiar with what a tabletop display is? Yeah. That little plastic yeah. stand that's in the middle of the yeah. table? Yep. <clears throat> so he said, bartender's guide on how to pick up women, you know, and there was something for men and something for women. Ask your waitress for, you know, we had a couple headlines. So you get two reports, and they're sitting there giggling, reading each other, you know, these reports. And it says, if you'd like to get four more just like those, go across the street, you know, next time you eat to my Mexican restaurant. Oh, man, it worked great. That's 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 interesting, too. That's very, that's different as well. Um you mentioned that uh, the author tells you what women want to know before a date. Get the pickup lines. You talk about what she wants to know. What and and I. What what does she want to know? Well, it's very simple. They Are want to know that you're not an axe murderer by night. Um, <laughs> Are you still married? You know. Um, you have a job. A you know, job. Little, little tidbits like that. You want to you know mention that you've got this job that's paying you all this money and you can't find a girl that wants to go out and spend it, you know, that's pretty I gotcha. easy. Uh, okay. You know, do you have a fun hobby that you could do together, you know, or just simple stuff. Instead of the cliche lines. And I no. can, I I tend to agree. I, I, I think that's one thing I was always able to do was uh, to immediately try to figure out the commonalities and, and go from there. Well, um, now the other main... The other main thing he discovered, he says, if women or men both present themselves sexually, um, you want to use TNA-type material because that's what they're emphasizing. However, right. if they're more intellectual, then you would want to use, you know, what I just described, you know, the right. job and and uh, what are you doing for a living, and you look like you're smarter, you know, compliment them on their brains, <clears throat> and that works great, too. That, that's yeah, that's true. Um, if the guy's flashing his muscles, you know, the girl goes up and squeezes his muscle, and it's all over. Get, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. This one's interesting uh, because I can vouch for this one. I have not done a lot of one yet because I um, just haven't. Not it's basically because I haven't got over there. I'm not going to okay. do it in my own restaurant. It's going to. It's just no, that's not happening. Well, but, a lottery um, ticket. I have done the dollar bill one, and I will okay. I, I will vouch for this one because we did it again. Actually, <laughs> actually, yeah. most of the girls I I'm always with a girl. I'm always with Denise or Danielle. And okay, it's what funny. happened? What happened? Well, I'm going to tell you what happened. Uh, most of the girls I know are bi anyway, so they like chicks. And um, 
I'm sure that's FYI or T. What's that called? TMI, too much information. But anyway, most of them, <laughs> you know, they don't have a problem. And I swear to God, today we did it again. And as soon as we walk in, this place, uh, Beefo Brady's, is friggin' packed. And I don't know why, because Super Bowl's next week, and there really wasn't much on but golf. But the girl that is pretty cute, and the girl I'm with always comments she's pretty cute, she literally ran over to us. I mean, boom, she knows us anyway. And we're only in there probably three times, two times, three times a month. But she knows. And I started this just for fun again today. This is the second time I've done this. And, I mean, this girl, I mean, if Denise had more time, we would have just taken this girl home. And she was like 22, so everybody knows. Um, it, 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 this is the same girl that we did the uh, the dollar bill uh, gimmick with last time. Oh, I loved it. Okay. I didn't know how it was. It, she, she just happened to the same shift, whatever. And it's funny because um, I didn't even know she worked on Sundays. And Denise, of course, is commenting about her. And she said, God, she must work out or something because Denise does. And, okay, now, you know, now, I found now, the whole thing. Stop, anyway, stop for it, a second. So I let started me, off. Wait, and wait, I started let me explain. The yeah. listeners don't know what the heck you're talking about. Oh, I'm talking um, about what, what Glenn is talking about is a technique where when you walk in, every time the waitress walks over to your table, you hand her a dollar bill. Very good. You don't you don't make a big deal about it, and you don't you know stand up and shout. Here's a you know you just I just started handing it, and, and and I mean if they come over for any, and that's why it, it, it's really fun when it's not as packed as you. And the first time we did it, it was like you could just tell there was like a powwow. I don't know if they knew I owned the restaurant across the street or or what, but you could you know. And this time it was so funny because I'm. You know, I walk in with Denise, who's a real beautiful girl, and I mean, we go and we take our, you know, booth in the back, and this girl literally—I don't even think we were in her section because I know how restaurants are laid out—and she, she literally just ran over the table, and I just do the, you know, take the dollar. She says, "Oh, you sure?" And you know, I take the dollar, take it, and then at the end, I give her a good tip anyway. But she, she literally, so she sits there, and now we're getting all this personal information out of her that she's just volunteering. Denise is like doing something on her cell phone. She said. God, um, do you know a good name for a boy or something because her brother's having a kid? or so, This uh-huh. girl, by the time it was over, she was basically then asked me, oh, do you, you work you know, at such and such? And I said, yeah, I'm one of the, oh, you know, I'm one of the owners. And, uh, oh, my mom loves that place. And, what do you, you know, are you guys closed? Yeah, we're closed on Sundays. And so are you guys like a, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, and it's so funny because Denise looks at me and she said, she's really hot. And I said, yeah, well, I wish you had more time. <laughs> So, so uh, it, it's very, it's very, very cool stuff. Um, I and I have no. Um, I actually think the lotto would be more fun and probably be just as effective. It's, um, it's easier and it's more powerful than dollars, actually. And you can yeah, do it anywhere. Probably is. In yeah, a restaurant, it, restaurant dollars are easy, but um, you try to give a dollar out on a street or to a cash, you know, cashier person. Um, they're looking at you funny, saying, what I think it helped having a girl with me, too. Um, I think that kind of made it Probably. work better. Yeah. I really do in this case. I mean, I yeah. think the dollar. Now, if I, was, if I was by myself or with another guy, I think I'd do I think the lotto would work better. Uh, moving along here to this one, um, how I started making thousands of dollars from dollar bill tipping and taught hundreds of my free easing readers to do it, too. Upscale yep. restaurants, sports <clears throat> bars, two affluent guys and me, beautiful barmaid. How dollar tipping got me a barmaid consulting job. That's yeah, kind of well, interesting. Well, the 
men are competitive. So <clears throat> here I'm I'm with two or three multimillionaires, you know, at one of these sports bar places. This was the first time I discovered I could do this. And um my friend Brian said, you know, why don't you give a tip to the bartender each time he brings you a beer? Well, I don't drink. <clears throat> right. So I'm in a place and I thought, well, you know, here's the poor barmaid over there. Nobody's paying attention to her. So and I walked over and gave her a dollar and said, uh, just keep them coming. You know, so I had tea and water and coffee, and, and it started to pile up. And then I had bread, and every time she came over with something, I'd give her a dollar. Well, the right. other guys weren't paying attention to me. You know, they were talking about their businesses. One of them's an entodontist. The other guy's got this big uh, professional practice attorney. <clears throat> and they're bragging this, you know, because they're trying to get ideas out of me. And I'm feeding dollars to this beautiful barmaid. So finally, the guy says, wait a minute, what's going on here? This girl is paying all the attention to you. What are you doing, Glenn? I said, I'm not doing anything. Just uh, Brian, my buddy, told me how to tip, you know, the bartender. So um, pretty soon they started competing for the attention of the barmaid. And since I, there's some kind of psychological, invisible, you know, when you lead, mm-hmm. it will follow. Absolutely. So I was in control of that restaurant. I had uh, guys coming over clearing the table, give them a dollar. Uh, people, other people come over. I had two or three waitresses. Pretty soon, somebody from the back kitchen, you know, somebody else dragged the chef out because I was complimenting them about that. <clears throat> and I wanted and to know what. And it's not the dollar the... bill. I mean, it's the synergy nope. it creates. I can nope. promise you that. For anybody who thinks it's like, oh, because these people, I mean, my dollar isn't worth shit anyway right now in this you know, right. day and age. I mean, I'm not sure it has been <laughs> since we've been off gold. But well, there's but a couple things is, going on too. It's not the dollar. It's it's the synergy it creates for sure. Plus, everybody else complains, bitches, and moans yes. to the waitress, and yes. here you are complimenting them. You're saying thank you. And you're rewarding them all at the same time and in front of these guys that are used to getting all of the attention. Yeah. It drives them nuts. Oh, so absolutely. Each of them, I mean, I, it, it, you're, yeah, absolutely. They I demanded. Mean, I've, done, I've done similar things, and it, it's like in strip clubs. I found that one of the best ways to approach that back when I used to go in them um, was – the worst thing to do is go up on stage and start handing money up on stage because it almost made you like a trick and you immediately had a mark, a target on your forehead. I'd like to sit yep. in the back, pretend I was making a call on my cell phone. Maybe I'd buy, she'd say, would you like a dance? I'd say, no, that's all right, but I'll buy you a drink. And you just kind of, I was always kind of disinterested, but very cordial. And, and as I made, you know, it took two or three, I mean, I didn't, you know, it wasn't a one-shot close, but after two or three visits, it was a pretty simple process. Um, you know, well, you can you can speed that up if you go back to any club or sports bar or wherever. <clears throat> Use the lottery tickets, uh, print out ten of them in one of these uh, gas station places, and be able to understand what the scratch-off thing how it works, so you can explain it. Yep. <clears throat> but um, you say, I hope you win, you know, a couple thousand dollars. You know, in in California, uh, a dollar you can win. Twenty thousand dollars in yeah, Maryland. In Florida, you can win a ton here. Yeah, Texas, oh, yeah. same thing. So, same in Florida. So that's even yeah. better. Oh yeah, oh, right there. <clears throat> well, I've got we a taxi cab. Yeah, I got a taxi cab driver that tripled his tips with this. So, uh, you just say, "I hope you win five thousand dollars," then you hand her the lottery ticket. Okay, now the lottery ticket isn't worth a dollar anymore. It's 
worth right. five grand. That's right. So that's right, and that's why I think it's more. That's why I actually think that's more. Yep. Yep. I I, I love that too. By the Plus way, you got the that's, gambling mystique and the fever in there. It's, and five it's like grand. walking into a slot machine parlor. The slot junkies know what I'm talking about. Yep. And you in Vegas is a master of, of of this. Probably I've always said Vegas might be the most brilliant marketing machine on the planet because I've never seen a place that actually uh, takes your money and you and you thank them at the end, or a lot of people do. But you hear the clicking of the uh, coins. It always sounds like somebody's hitting a jackpot in that place because they have the coins dropped down into steel. I mean, everything in there is designed to part you from your money. Um, well, Vince, so, did, you, did you know they're using tickets now? And I think that was one of the dumbest ideas they ever yeah. came up with. I well, really do. Uh, do, you, do you know why? Uh, People but, were cashing in their free tokens yeah. you know, that they get in the mail. Uh, you get this check and you come in and get your tokens and then they'd cash them in and leave. Well, I don't want them doing that. So now you catch me and you get tickets. They're only good in the machines. <laughs> yeah, I. They, yeah, well, I don't I'm think sure they were Vegas watching doesn't ever make a move unless they've tested it. And I'm sure, you know, well, they've had a few that they probably would have taken back. But well, I, got uh, a, I got a story about Vegas. Um, some of the things they're doing using seduction. Uh, one of my guys went about using they bring the women in there when a table gets real hot when like a dice table or something gets real yeah, hot. Yeah, that's right. Talk about it's that fun. a little bit. Yep. It's like a cooler. Anybody saw the movie The Cooler about oh, the yeah. guy who literally would was it was a great movie. Um, they they actually and believe it or not, I lived in Vegas long enough to know they actually do. There there are pit bosses that are very superstitious, and when yep. a table gets hot, they will resort to. What amounts to very superstitious things for gentlemen that really have seen, you know, have probably, you know, are, are number crunchers and probably got college degrees or they wouldn't be, I don't know. But one of them is using uh, the beautiful women. You can talk about that real quick. Okay. Um, All right. That's um, very cool. In the good old days, you used to send one gorgeous woman in to cool you off at a time, but now. Right. They hire a bunch of women in bikinis and have them stand um, between the tables. Now, they come out at a certain time when they know there's the most men, what, probably 9 or 10 o'clock, and they just stand there and flirt at you. Um, statistically, they've tracked it, and men lose 40% more with the women there than without. I have no <laughs> doubt about that, because you bet more, too. I know that when I have a pretty girl at the roulette wheel, my bets increase, and I often would go on tilt because I'm trying to impress the girl. The guys can't focus when the girl's flirting at them. That's why I told you the women are really incredible at this stuff. That is that okay? Well, let's talk about how a client married his cruise line restaurant waitress. Oh yeah, this is funny. I was sharing dollar bill tipping with the guy, and he said, "Oh, I used that strategy to marry my wife." I said, "Oh, this is going to be good." He said, yeah. So he was at one of these uh, long, week, long cruises, expensive things. So he walks right. into the, um, you know, they got the captain's club. And uh, so it was a, a all leather and fancy. So he's in there. And this beautiful brunette comes walking over. And he's in love, right? <clears throat> so he starts talking to her. And he wants her to stay at his table. So he starts giving her $20 bills okay. all through the meal. Just like dollar bills. Sounds like the movie Indecent Proposal or something. I think well, that was a million. He kept, he kept asking her to go ashore with him, and she'd say, "No, it's not a, not 
not part of the yeah, regulations. Yeah, against the rules. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, again, which is true. Um, mm-hmm. But he Prior found out after he married her that she had told all the other waitresses that she would break their arms and legs if they went anywhere near him. So he was tipping. He said he probably tipped her five thousand dollars over a period well, of a Jesus, week. Well, Jesus, I hope he got a prenup. <laughs> He's a millionaire. Okay. Yeah, well, that's but, uh, he said th- apparently she decided that he he was more valuable than her job, and the last day of the cruise she decided she was going to go out on shore with him, uh, regulations or not, and uh, they got engaged and, and were married. Well, let, but, me ask you, let me ask you a question on that story. Who okay. is the smarter of the two? It, it almost seems to me like the girl might have made out better. Uh, who well, was doing whom to what? You you see what he's going with this? Yeah, was he I, being he, the, I granted he's being proactive, I know. and he ended up with the result he wanted. But well, apparently, she might have ended up with the result she wanted as well. Of course, I think I think it was a win-win. Very yeah, undoubtedly, yes, indubitably. That is very that's that's interesting. It it yeah. I, I do I do I can vouch for I, it 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 was. And again, um, I'm still. I, if, uh, one of these days, I'm going to have to uh, pay for a babysitter or something and keep her. Well, in you know, you you've discovered that women waitresses fill their guts with the dollar bills, so you can imagine sure. the kind of things he was learning about her. And the more he learned, the more he liked. And you know, she was a good girl, and she. Oh, they'll tell you their life story in my. They joint. shared if some you values. Bar, and, you'll get the life you know, story if you if you approach yeah, it right. Yeah, family yeah. and. Yep. What she was doing and going to school and whatever. And she said, wow. Uh, this and is unlike this. a strip club, there's not that built-in immediate barrier. That's immediate, you know, which is, well, okay. Well, in a strip it's a little, club, it's the a little girls different. are sharks. You know, you yeah. may as well have a knife in both hands. So. That's why I was always proud of myself. But that's how. That's why I said I was, I'm not telling anybody I could walk in and walk out. with. But usually it was about a three visit process and uh it was never you know it was and it was always a very respectful tone and and then i would i would never get into how they looked uh, i would get into you know are you doing this to make money to go to, you know it was always something you know we'd find you know whatever and i would just never be looking at their rack i'd look them in the eyes um nope. let's, nope. Uh, let's good. Uh, yeah that is good um the, uh i bet a client i could outsell him on ebay by the way i posted that cookie video that your 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 videos are like mind warping and it's like i hope nobody took acid in the 60s and watches these videos that glenn did because you'll have flashbacks through i've got well, them up on my blog number one uh, but let's talk about the all eBay my videos thing. are written from scripts that actually happened well, so that's, that's more terrifying. I like the one, Avatar, with the, the one with the big rack selling the Girl Scout yeah, yeah. cookies. Well, I love it. I posted tell, that up on my blog. You want me to tell that one? Go for it. Okay. Um, I have a millionaire friend down south, and she, her father was very affluent. You're talking serial entrepreneur. You know what that okay. is. Okay. Yeah. And he goes from one million dollar business to bankrupt, and then he's got another million dollar business, and then. Sure. He invested, so he just goes on. So when she was um, 18, he gave her a uh, a roofing company, I think. She said she didn't want any roofing company. She was the only woman owner of a roofing company. So she got, she built it up a little bit and sold it. She wanted to do real estate. So anyway, so um, she's, I'm sharing million-dollar ideas with her at a $10,000 seminar. Right. And she says, oh, you're making me feel guilty. Okay, I got one. So she said, um, my girlfriend 
or my sister came over and her daughter was saddled with a bunch of these Girl Scout cookies. Uh, they were Girl Scout brownies, cookies, donuts. I can't remember. Well, they're cookies, <clears> and I uh, Benny likes the thin mints. So if any yeah, Girl Scouts are with me, should ship me off a box. So she said, "We we can't sell them fast enough, and why don't you have a couple of days before deadline? Can you help?" She said, "Yeah, tell her to bring them over, put them on the porch when I get home, you know, I'll sell them." Um, and she says, "Oh, by the way." If anybody else in the Girl Scout troop has a few left over, you know, pile them on the porch. Just as easy to sell 10 or 20 or 50 as, you know, 100. So she comes home. She can't see her back door. <clears throat> this is, I want to stop you real quick. I want everybody to know it's, it's VegasVenceLegend.blogspot.com. I've got this video up there right now, actually two of them, but that one is up there right now so uh people can go again it's on my profile page it goes right to the blog you guys can watch this it's on youtube um it is okay. it, it, go on though because i i'm i'm i thought you were screwing with my head in a different way nope. uh i didn't know this was actually a case study that this is happened. true nothing okay. that you'll ever see me okay, do an so avatar cookies, so they couldn't innovation. i know that girl scouts have a certain day they gotta have the cookies sold by yep. so she said she could sell them, and right. she said she'd even take on the excess inventory other Girl Scouts had. She comes yep. home, her porch is covered in Girl Scout cookies or boxes. Well, she she says it's it's piled eight feet high right. and deep, and she can't even get to the door. Okay, <clears throat> so what she happens? said, "Oh my God!" So she panics. So she calls a girlfriend. She says, "Put on your bikini. We got it's time to go to work." So. The girlfriend's blonde, she's brunette, and she looks a lot like the Avatar animation on that uh, movie. Uh, that Avatar very, is hot. That Avatar yeah. was, she was, she is hot. <laughs> I like, we uh, carefully, did we give her a name? Has she got a name, like Daphne uh, or something? We can call her Cindy or something. I'm not going to okay. give you her real Cindy. name. She's, a, she's a friend of mine. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I'd like to meet want, your friend. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Let's, okay. I want to hear something. Her, she calls a girlfriend over. Yep, and they do girlfriend this. over. Put on your bikini. <clears throat> so they load up the, the pickup truck, right? Right. And they drive. She said she needed more than one construction site, so she found a place where there were oh, two two construction sites across the road from each other. <clears throat> and she went down there um, just before lunch when all the guys are coming down off the steel, right? I love this. This, so, is, this is funny, guys. I can see where I I love this. Okay, now remember, she's like 38, 26, 36, right. and her girlfriend probably similar, <clears throat> and they're not shy, and they know how to seduce money. You know, she's a millionaire out of yeah. men. She's doing real estate, all kinds of stuff. So, and this chick is actually out in a bikini with her homegirl. Yep, yep. And so, notice the construction site. Where are some of the most? Location, what do I want to call it? Testosterone-filled men in the world. <laughs> construction sites. Yep. <clears throat> so they get out of the truck, and she says, okay, guys, um, uh, here's the deal. How many, and she's sitting on one of their laps while she's doing this. The, the foreman comes over, so she jumps Good on his God. lap. And she says, okay, um, we're guessing that there ought to be, it's $10 a box, and there ought to be uh, maybe 10 boxes for a hug or you know, how much for a kiss? You know, so she's get one guy bidding against another, and she goes over and rubs up against the guy, sits in his lap, and he says, okay, um, how much? So they're seducing cookies out of I'm men. I'm going to need a cigarette. Hold on. Go ahead. 
I'm going to uh, smoke she, a cigarette after this. She story. sold uh, almost $4,000 worth of cookies that way. <clears throat> now, now, in in the Avatar movie, I had to shorten it up, so I said that the construction, the, the owner of the construction company came over you know, and bought cookies for everybody, but that ain't what happened, really. Uh, we'd have gone on forever. <laughs> I kind of figured. <laughs> I didn't. Well, the avatars, I'm not sure where they can do these kinds of gymnastics, right? On the lap, right. um, straddle, um, hugging, kissing. Um, you know, I didn't yeah. get beyond that, but. Didn't get beyond still. first base. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But here's the cool thing in the, in, as far as guys out there. Anybody, I mean, this can, this. That model right there, and, and you, we should talk about this, can be used. You can go out and get two girls from Hooters or two girls from the your local strip or whatever, and I'm telling you, you put them with the right product in the right location, they will buy it. These guys might have taken the cookies and thrown them in the dumpster, Paul, I know, or they might, well, knowing guys, they probably ate every box, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. You, you get paid. Now, that is to me, and the construct. I mean that. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. That is almost 100% guarantee lay down sale. Yep. Um, unless you know, unless you were walking into like some devoutly religious now, church. Vince, I worked at a university where one of the janitorial supply companies hired long-legged, busty young women to come in in short skirts and low-cut blouses, and some of the men who were working in the um, uh, the maintenance, like the maintenance foreman, right? They had to take his buying privileges away because he was seducing uh, oil sprays and and uh, tools and all kinds of stuff out of this guy. We didn't need, you know, another ten thousand dollars worth of this stuff. <laughs> she had him working on her car. I, I just love the model. I, I I'm serious. I mean, I. I, I uh, you okay, could literally do that with almost story. anything. <clears throat> Vince, you wanted me to mention the guy who makes $22 million a year uh, yep. with other people's money and other yep. people's women? Yep. All right. Yep. That's this something one. you touched on in our first interview, which I just loved. Yeah. So. This, this is the rest of the story. <clears throat> um, I've got a guy in Vegas. Set it up because I'm not sure yeah, everybody I'm, I'm setting it up. Too. got okay. a guy in Vegas who is a limo driver, and his parents... Uh, raise circus animals and train them. Um, so he's not the average guy, and he's able to get along with everybody, So especially the affluent. So his company put him in charge of driving a limo for their richest clients. So he's had Steven Spielberg in the limo and you know people like that. All right, so he drives to the airport, and this guy gets off the plane with two gorgeous, Stripper types, you know, short skirt, right. um, not much. They're not wearing much. And he says, what the heck? You know, he's where he's bringing hot women to Vegas. That's sort of like, uh, you know, bringing salt water to the sea or something. Right. So he says, oh, whatever. So he puts him in the car, and the guy says, uh, take me to the most expensive uh, strip clubs, men's clubs that you know. And he says, okay, you're the boss. Okay. So the guy opens the door. His two beautiful women get out. They go in. Okay, about 15 minutes later, they come back, and he's got four more gorgeous women. So now he's got six girls in this stretch limo. <clears throat> I go, he says, okay, next. He says, another club? Yep, another club. Takes t- his two girls in. The the two, the four that he got are in there drinking champagne and, you know, drinking and eating high on the hog. <clears throat> so he comes out with five more women, 
pretty soon he's in and out, in and out. The guy can't stand anymore. He's got 25 or 6 gorgeous women in the back. In his super stretch limo. Yeah, you've been in the... It's like a yep. giant cave. Yeah, you can fit a ton of... Yeah, I have. Yeah, yep. filled with women with you know, skirts up to their wazoo. Yeah, filled and, to the rim you know, with trim, as they say. Yep, 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 got yep exactly. <clears throat> so the driver's losing his mind. He says, okay, I can't stand anymore. He says, oh, so are you curious? And he says, yeah, what, are you, what the heck are you doing? He says, okay, come in, with, come in with me, my last stop. So he comes in, and he sends the girls back stage. He says, right. here's what they're saying. He says, if I did it, they wouldn't believe me. Plus, they wouldn't let me back there. Right, right. Plus, plus the bouncer would throw him out. He's sure. sipping sarsaparilla at the bar, <clears throat> and the girls go in, and they say, who are the top paid dancers here? You know, raise your hand. How would you like to make two or three times that without getting pawed by sweaty guys? And right, I'm sure they said it differently, chick to yeah. chick. Yeah. yeah, they basically exactly. say, well, who, well, how much are you making? We got we got a whale. We got a yeah. party. Gonna be some, you know, this and that. Yeah. Our friend, our um, sugar daddy, flew us in from Atlanta, where we right. work at his parties all the time. And how would you like to meet a room with hundreds of millionaires all competing to give you $100 bills instead of the chump change you're making here? Right. Okay, so you, 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 okay, come with me. And they all leave and get in the limo. And that's where we ended the story last time. I want to know what happens at that point because was that okay, well, he had a private. He mails, he has, he has a big electronics company that he started from mm-hmm. scratch. And this is all he does. This is 100% of his marketing. He's got no yellow pages, no direct mail, no nothing. <laughs> he invites affluent buyers to a, a big party, which has yep. got 25, 30, 40, 50 of the most beautiful women you ever saw in your life. And that, that is uh, just, about as, uh, you know what? That's like putting a sign in the desert that says, got water. Yep. Really. Packs the plays, and the guy says, okay, we're going to have one of these regularly. Uh, we move them around from ma- major city. The next one's in Chicago. next one's in, you know, D.C. So we'll be in your town. But right now, we invited you all to Vegas. This okay, guy's running so. a continuity program offline, uh, yep. basically. Yep. I love it. That, all that's- he does. And now, why would they buy from him rather than somebody else? The somebody else is not supplying the Hot and cold running women. I it, it's yeah, yep. But do you get and like this? Like I said, ladies, you can do this too. It's like legalized uh, pimping. I hate to use that term. Well, but really, uh, it, what, it really what is. is. He paying? Because, yeah, nothing. how much is he's this? Leveraging. Is, what is? He's not he's using his own money. Reverse hiring is what he's doing. I mean, he's reverse hiring. He's not paying oh, anything. Oh man, there. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. So no, uh, that is. I loved it. That is. That's sweet. Well, let's talk about the eBay thing. So you okay. you made a bet that you were going to... what? Well, category? I had a guy who was bragging about how much money he's making. I went and looked at what he's doing. I thought, geez, I can do better than this. So Well, you sell a ton um, on eBay. I don't, you got your... Well, yeah. We'll talk about that, but go ahead. Well, I'm doing lead generating now, so it's invisible. But uh, Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, eBay, I had 10 or 15 auctions up at the same time, and some of my competitors in the niches I was in started to complain. And, oh, uh, I bet they, they did. Yeah. So eBay canceled everything I was doing. So now I put and you up a little. Had, and, and I don't understand. You know that's why. EBay, you know that's why I throw them right up there with PayPal. Uh, another crooked. Well, company. they they won't uh, let you sell 
ebooks anymore yeah, I know. on eBay. Yeah. So what I do is say, okay, you're buying a book or you're buying a video book or whatever. Yeah. And then when people call me, I say, okay, you got a choice. I can snail mail you this in two weeks, or you could have it in the next thirty seconds. Right. What will no, what will be? You know, your your and feedback nope. was high enough. Nobody anyway. nobody wants to wait two weeks. No. So. So what worked. what did you do on this? Do you what okay, well, did you go I, into? Okay. Well, I had I discovered while working with Brian Redfield that his books were being stolen left and right. You leave it on a table, it's gone. Um, right. There's a, there's a hypnotic trance in that headline, Bartender's Guide on How to Pick Up Women. So I sold a bunch of stuff, Bartender's Guide on How to Make Women Jump, you know, all kinds of stuff. So <clears throat> I've got a project I'm doing with Nick with the Avatar movies where we're My man doing... Nick, Nick Hampshire up in Oregon? Yep, all right, Nick Hampshire. Cool. Very cool. Yep. Mr. Genius Nick? with the he, oh, Avatar Nick, movies. Nick is, uh, Nick is a genius. He's a really smart yep. kid. Yeah, exactly. So he suggested we do something with the Super Bowl. So we got the part one done, and I said, okay, the headline will be how to get hot women to bring you beer over and over while you watch football. Right. Okay, because that's what all these guys, uh, either it's the wife or the girlfriend or the waitress or at Hooters, they just keep bringing beer. So uh, the movies, I already wrote the script, we'll have the guy you know, doing this with the waitress, and um, <clears throat> would this be something that you'd be interested in, Vinny, having the girl come running over and I'd jump in your lap? I'd be interested in a girl to come running over for anything other than my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, did you hear that rattle? Yeah. Okay, i got a glass full of silverware. Gotcha. Okay, so what you do, um, you ask that now, this is what I sold. This is just one idea out of the book. <clears throat> the video is a video, um, audio in those days, audio CD. We took one idea out. <clears throat> okay, so you say, um, what's the You're largest... You're saying we were in the restaurant or someplace watching the game? We're in a restaurant, we're in Hooters. Okay. Uh, I can tell you a couple of Hooters stories. Uh, they're, okay. They're hysterical. So if you're doing it by yourself, you have your glass or your silverware in your hand. Right. And the waitress comes running over, <clears throat> or busy, and she's impatient, doesn't want to spend any time. You, you can tell you're not going to get good yeah. service. Especially right. during the Super Bowl, good luck. <clears throat> so you say, what's the largest tip you ever got from a group of guys during one of these games? Okay, then you drop your silverware or you rattle the glass, right? Okay. Okay, now that's what's known in NLP as an anchor. Anchor. I actually knew that one. Okay. Okay. Cool. I call it an energy link. Okay. Because what you did was have her think about the most money she ever made at once. And then and, and, then, and then she associates it with the uh, with whatever the, the, yeah. the anchor is. Okay. In case now, okay. if you want to combine this with dollar bill tipping, you can actually stuff a dollar in the glass and dump it in her hand each time she shows up, which makes it even stronger, but you don't need that for you tightwads out there. Yeah, you, cheat. The, you you guys who think you're going to take the money with you when you die, you know who yeah. you are, cheap you bastard. You can ask her a question about money. You can drop the silverware, the big crash, or shake it. And then every time she comes in earshot, all you do is rattle that or drop your silverware. She will run to your table and say, yes, sir, yes, sir, what do you need? She'll hop like a bunny. Yes. 
I mean, literally. I, I only on my, for that, by the way. On my audio program, you'll hear women panting because <laughs> they ran all the way across the restaurant because I have bigger, you know, football touchdown signals and things that I did. Right. <clears throat> but That's um, very cool as far as an, a little covert tactic because just uh, so people can break that down. Yep. What when you say those words? What's the biggest tip you ever made? Blah blah blah. It instantly, and then you anchor that with something that yep. is um, that's 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 uh, that's very cool stuff right there. So you can get incredible service, and nobody else is really getting much attention. Um, and she comes back. So I have done this at Hooters just for fun. You know, I'm, I'm I was in line with some college guys. I said. Uh, going to pass out some dollar bills to you guys because I want to test something. All you have to do is sit there. And they say, okay, we're game. Uh, what are you going to do? I say, you're going to get the best service you ever had. The girl's going to sit in your lap, and who knows what else is going to happen. He says, okay, well, sure, dude. Uh, you're paying us $10 each to just sit there. Yep, okay, just do what I do. I say, okay. <clears throat> so we get seated, and we got this statuesque girl, you know, the, the Hooters uh, gal comes over. And I said, um, what's the largest tips you've ever made? What's the biggest amount of tips you've ever made in a, you know, in one table? Okay, then I held up a dollar. And I said, okay, guys, one dollar, hold it up. <clears throat> so every time I tip you, we're going to give you five dollars. Right. Okay? So she said, oh, cool. So everybody got a beer, you know, and I got my... Uh, uh, iced tea, <laughs> and she had this thing where she would hold them up against her chest. She was really uh, busty, too, um, so the guys would have to touch her breast in order to get their beer out of her arms. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, yeah, yeah so I have. The college guys were dying, and they said, oh, this is great, uh, dude. And I said, yeah, yeah, you haven't seen anything yet. <clears throat> so I had a clown nose in my pocket. Actually, yeah, you're going to lose me on the clown nose. I know okay. it works for you. Okay. Right, I, I so couldn't pull this one off. I like it, you, though. You're good. Well, I like to push the limit. So one of my other customers did something of this, so I wanted to go further. So if you go to um, clownantics.com, C-L-O-W-N-A-N-T-I-C-S.com, they have cheap clown noses, you know, big red. <clears throat> so I pulled this out of my pocket, and I said, if you will wear a clown nose when you go over to get our beer, you know, we'll we'll give you another five dollars each time you come to the table for the rest of our stay here. Okay, whatever. Okay, now picture this. The place is filled and she's wearing a clown nose back to the counter, gets the beer and the, you know, the wings we, and all the other stuff. Comes you know what? Okay, we so a you riot got the chick to wear a clown nose for real. Yep. For real. Yeah. My now, God. remember, we'd already given her $5, $10, $20. Okay, so... So, at this point, she, yeah, that's... She, that's, she knows that's, there's another 25 30 40 bucks if she wears the condo. She doesn't give a cuss. <clears throat> so, we, I met the manager, as you can imagine. He wasn't happy. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, because people were... Men were following her back to our table saying, What the hell's going on here? Uh, the chick's got now, a red course, nose on. I had a red nose on, and I, I mean, had red noses for the other guys. They wouldn't wear them. Uh, they kept no. taking them off. Uh, but I had mine on. 
so um we ran about we ran out of money just about the time the manager asked us to leave but uh it was very it was fun <laughs> that is that is strange let's talk about this one this was fascinating um at a Gary Halbert seminar in Key West you met the um we'll call him the naked photographer ah uh, yes mr naked photographer um he called himself a glamour photographer but that's not what he did his big money was... Um, That's a fancy oh. word for uh, Hustler. <laughs> yeah. Hustler right. Magazine. Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, you, you want to talk about seduction. We so call it guy, erotic now. It's the same thing. This Adult, guy and his partner... It's the graphic. Yeah. This guy and his partner, who owns a restaurant, um, you know, men's club, were trading girls back and forth. So he had a bunch of ads that were bringing in co-eds. Okay, so they would come in for a glamour photographer, photography session for their boyfriend, right? Sure. Okay. So he says, okay, we're going to meet at a uh, a coffee club or something. Bring the girlfriend, the boyfriend, whoever you want. <clears throat> okay, now this is deadly. Remember I told you women are very sensitive about their beauty? Yep. He brings a 12 to that first meeting where the little co-ed girl prospect thinks he's going to negotiate. And he says, um, I'm not sure whether you're qualified to pose or not. Um, you know, here's what we're looking for, and you know, you don't really measure up. So instead of her arguing with him about whether she's going to pose in her bikini or whatever, uh, she dis- discovers she's trying to and this uh, might be convince a but she's now, and again, girls, uh, he's using actually, a lot of times pretty women are are some of the, have the, have actually have low self-esteem because yep. they don't get yep. hit on much and this and this. That's right. So when someone builds their life around looks, they're very vulnerable you when it, it comes to that area. So I definitely would see how this is effective. I definitely so this, know this works. I've this seen this done before. SOB brings a gorgeous woman that he's already photographed, maybe his best. It probably pays her. Yeah, <clears throat> and she shows up, and now the girl has no wiggle room. Okay, she either is beautiful enough to take a photo, or not. Okay, so then he says, "Well, plus I can get you a job at three or four times the amount as a waitress." You know, one of my friends has a restaurant. Well, you, by the way, girls, if you ever hear of a restaurant gig uh, where they're paying excessive tips, there's a reason for that. Yep. And here's some of the reason. You show up, and this is the next thing they did. He tr- he bought, he sells, well, well, we'll call it barter, and we're okay. swapping women. Yep. Um, he brings the co-ed over to the the guy with the restaurant, go-go bar, men's right. club, and a satellite shopping. Well, it's not a shopping show. It's a satellite uh, stripping show. Sure. Okay, so start you out in the restaurant. And um, when it's time to get paid, the most beautiful women, waitresses, find themselves standing behind one of the girls that stripped to her bikini and appeared on cable. So okay. he counts also, out. Like, maybe I'm going to make you a star because now they're on TV. No, no, no. He, no, 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 no. You're ahead of me. You're ahead of me. Okay, sorry. She's waiting in line for her pay, right? Right. Okay, the girl that stripped is ahead of her. Okay, so he's counting out. Two, oh, three, four, five thousand dollars in hundreds, and the girl's thinking to herself, "Wait a minute, I've worn less than that on the beach." Right. Okay, so 
she pretty soon comes to him and says, I'd like to uh, do a bikini dance, too. You know, take off my clothes on oh, your so cable show. Oh, so she's taking this girl ahead of her. Made, okay, so the girl ahead of her is getting paid five yep. Gs. Yep. For stripping okay. her bikini. Now, what what they don't tell you is that they only pay you once to do that. Right. Um, after I'm that, surprised. then you have to take off other things. <clears throat> but gotcha. They, okay, so she thinks that, wow, all I have to do is strip to my bikini and I get five grand instead of this two or three hundred dollars that I'm taking home for an entire shift. Well, they don't heck, get I, split. I mean, like take the five grand and split the joint, and that's the last. No, year I'll tell you why. Okay. There's okay. more. Right. Okay, remember we talked about OPM. Yep. Other people's money. All yep. right. So when he has a hot girl, he emails all of the guys that are regulars and says, "Show up and bring a bunch of dollars." Okay, so he's moved the girl from waitress at the restaurant to now waitress at the men's club, right? This ought to be a model for a company. This is, bro- I mean, well, it is actually. Well, this is not what most of them do. Most no, of them slip. I'm saying this. Well, apparently, this guy's doing it. I see where it's going. It's brilliant. Well, most of the bar owners and the men's club owners slip a Mickey in the girl's drink, and she finds herself stripping on stage, and she wakes up and. And then she discovers she just made ten grand, and uh, she has to decide whether she wants to go back and work at McDonald's or become a stripper. So, but, but so you can't really, well, ladies, yeah, do not. I can't slip a Mickey in somebody's drink. I'll end up in, in the penitentiary again. I know, but I'm just telling you yeah. that's yeah. how you're, they so you're do it. Real, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, and that's a well. What I'm, we're trying to do a. A self Well, I like the model up until the slip in the Mickey part. Well, no, no, no. This isn't this guy. He doesn't need it. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. You're saying <clears> this guy's He's using okay. NLP. I'm just telling you that 90% you're, of the oh, time. Oh, I got you. Okay. Because you, you had me lost there on this one. I said, no, no, I no. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, I got Everybody you. else is using yeah, there's, some okay. other means. Or they're using Coke or something. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I know how the game's played. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So... All right, so the girl's waiting in line. She sees somebody make five grand for stripping to a bikini. She says, heck, mm-hmm. you know, I can do that. I, I wear less than that at the beach. Okay, so and he says, okay, so you move up to waitressing in the uh, men's club. Sure, fine. And the tips are better. Okay, good. And then he emails everybody, and it's a packed club. So the girl, and he takes her to his office. And remember the thing with the... Um, Dropping the silverware that I taught you. Yep. And the dollar bills. Yep. So he says, um, "How would you like to make five thousand dollars every night?" And he hands her a dollar. He says, "Some of the women make ten thousand dollars," and he's got ten thousand dollars across the desk. And he shows it to her, hands her another dollar, and he's talking about all the money she can make. And he keeps handing her a dollar. He says, "Okay, here's how you should take it. You know, when the guys give you a tip." Um, now, what is he doing? He's getting the girl hypnotized and anchored right, each yeah. time she gets handed a dollar by one of the guys in the audience. She gets that energy, five, ten grand energy. Gotcha. All right, so that then she shows up and she's waitressing, right? Because she's done her wand stripping to a bikini. <clears throat> and what happens when... Dozens and dozens of men keep handing you dollars, and you get become you bid more and more. Yeah, you get excited, and and more and more. I mean, the energy goes to the roof, 
and then when he asks you to volunteer and uh, the guys are, are you know, calling you on, say, more, take it off. Well, uh, yeah, she takes it off. Well, now you got a co-ed to stripper. And uh, then, you know, it gets pretty bad because he tra- trades her back to the naked photographer and he does, uh, you know. Well, it's going to get me in trouble to trade back photography. and miss. Yeah, I love. I mean, uh, the, the model is brilliant. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I'm I'm not saying you want. Show, that's pretty wow. You don't want to that's... do this because both oh, no, of them I mean... have, both of them have been married two or three times. They've destroyed their lives. Yeah. Um, you know, but the model. The model itself is. Yeah. If you were helping people, you know. Sure. The psychology behind it. Um, I have an entire audio CD program that I sell walking through the details of this because it's brilliant. No, it is. Actually, one of the products, people have asked me about this, and I'm going to do it. Actually, I, I, I'm i leery to give the site out it's, it, 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 because it's really not. It's just a squeeze page right at the moment. It's called viralvideointros.com. Mm-hmm. And basically what it's going to be is I'm going to, some of these girls that people have seen me with and stuff, some of them are adult film stars, some of them have uh, done Playboy, um, we're actually going to be doing, and this is going to be, it's going to be customized so the client can choose, but basically they're going to be intro videos that are going to promote your website or your business or whatever it is. Oh, okay. And it, yeah, and I've actually, you can, I'll send you the link to it. It's uh, customvideointros.com. It's just a squeeze page. I've got a cheesy video up there for somebody else right now. But uh, So will the these idea. girls be Jumping out of a cake, like you were telling yeah, me? Yeah, I can do cakes, I can do beach scenes, okay. and we can go up to nude. I mean, we can't do any pornography of any kind, I, uh, I, but, uh, yeah, we can do whatever the client wants, and uh, it's going to be very cool. But um, let me ask you okay. about this because of time here. Let's switch up to this one because I know this is something that will resonate. Uh, I love this. A client won $321,000 at a game oh, of okay. hold and poker with one seduction idea from the number one hypnotist. All We're right. going to do this one, and then we got one more, and then I want to get into your stuff and your sites. All right, whatever. I sent you plenty to talk about. I didn't yeah, know I how know. long we would go. Jeez. Yeah. <clears throat> um, well, this guy um, owed money on his house. So he was behind, and he needed money, so he was motivated. I said, okay, um, do you play poker? He says, yeah, I play a little Texas Hold'em poker. So right. he practiced Um do you want to do this in about a five-minute story, or do you want to make it shorter? Yeah, yeah. Or? yeah no, about five to seven minutes. Okay, because I, I can tell he, uh, he didn't just jump into the back room of a casino and win $321,000. Right. There was some, some uh, practice involved. Okay, sure. so number one. So he got good at he poker. Could, okay. Yeah, he, well, he, he knew a little bit, but what I do has nothing to do with poker, and it has everything to do with knowing people. And okay. forcing what they call it is in the poker industry is a tell. Tell. T E L L. What it is, it's body language for the guy's got a good hand or a bad hand. Right. Mike Carl oh. has a great book on that called Poker Tells and, and yep. that's pretty brilliant. Yeah. So what I do is well okay, step number one. <clears throat> so the guy says, Okay, teach me something. So I said, Okay, what you want to do? So he went online, which is really hard because you can't see people to do what I was describing. He managed to wow. pull it off anyway. He made five thousand dollars in a month on Playing a online, poker okay. website. Yeah, 
Okay. But he did something else. He he uh, cho- chose an avatar that was wearing a pink bikini, and she was blonde. Now remember, he's a man. Right. And he he decided that. But he can be anybody he wants to online. Okay. Yep. He decided that men wouldn't play as hard against him if he were female. You know what? That is friggin' brilliant. I don't mean to cut you he, off on the that. The man is sharp, sharp, sharp. He took psychology in college. And right. It shows. So, okay, so I'm laughing because he's letting me watch, right? Right. So here we got this Texas blonde, that was his name, uh, with the bikini. And then in the little sidebar, you're allowed to talk to the other players, right? Right. So he's calling them sweetie. And, uh, okay. Now, the multitasking here, I can't do. I gotta remember I'm a woman, I gotta play poker, and I gotta talk to all these other guys at the right. same time. Uh, he he could do it, not me. Alright, so. I would prefer to have used a real picture of a chick as, to make it more real. Well, they force you to do avatars. They do force the you to do an avatar? Because I was yeah. going to say, that, yeah. well, you know, and, and that's effective anyway. I mean, there's people on the Warrior Forum and other big marketing forums. I'm not sure if they're actually females. Uh, <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> that's possible. And, and you're, you're right. right. We treat your, you a totally different. Um, I mean, yeah, that's you know that really is cool. Now, where did he make the big score? Was he in okay. a live casino? Well, the, the next thing he did, um, he fell in love with um, some lady DJ on a radio station, a big radio station in Texas. So he called me up and says, "Okay, I'd like to take this girl out on a date. Her birthday's coming up, and they're letting men write poetry and and send gifts and stuff and try to win her hand, right, for her birthday. Right, take her out. So we whipped up something, and he won." Uh, I have a knack <laughs> with did. words, right? So, right. All right. So he shows up and he takes her out, gives her a spa treatment, and uh, um, so he. What he won though, as the winner, was not only a date with her, but a poker tournament spot at a big tournament, which was hosted at a men's club. Okay. Okay. You wanted to do seduction, so okay. Yeah. No, I like. I love it. He made uh, ten or fifteen grand here. Uh, he picked the most busty, beautiful girl in the club that was playing. Went over and sat beside her, whispered in her ear. He said, um, "Every time you, if you help me out here, uh, I'm going to pay you a percentage of my winnings." Okay. So, so if I make ten grand, you get a grand. If I make gotcha. twenty thousand, you get two thousand. <clears throat> so what I'd like you to do is slowly each time I you know, bet and whistle and whisper in your ear and, and flirt with you, I'd like you to start unbuttoning buttons. Okay. Gotcha. So picture this. He's around the table. The girl is top heavy already. Right. <clears throat> busting out, as we say. And he starts his thing. And he knows that if the guys are paying attention to her chest, they're certainly not focusing on the game and he now can take all their money. Absolutely. So she started unbuttoning buttons and flirting, and he starts tucking. He says, thank you, honey, and he tucks money in her brassiere. All right, says another button, another button, pretty soon. Well, when she gets to be topless, by that time, he has all of the money for that table. Wow. Okay. And this is at an adult, this is at a men's club anyway, so that's at a men's club good. anyway. And the women are there just as window dressing, but he took advantage of that. Wow. And this is perfectly viable to anybody oh, who plays poker. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, then, that, then that, he goes to cool. a... Yeah, now we got the casino win. 
So okay. uh, he's vacationing with his money <laughs> with a uh, girlfriend of his who is very wealthy. And she spots him twenty five grand. And he says, well, I'm not going to play out here at the penny tables. I'm going to go in to the back room. God, I room. wish I could find one like that. Not to interrupt. It's, a, it's an Indian casino up in um, Seattle, I believe. Okay. So that's where he is. So he says there's cameras everywhere. There's two guards at every um, entrance. Mm-hmm. Uh, the waitress, you know, has to get permission to come in, and um, there's all kinds of problems. So, is, he, is he playing it, in the poker room of the casino? This yep. Is actually, he's, no, he's okay. back in the back, the back room, right. where the big game is going. Right. On. Yep. The high roller. <clears throat> he's he had he had big brass ones, as we say. Yeah. Our women, we 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 call this brass, brass. ovaries. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he starts playing. Now, here's the deal, and we haven't gotten to my secret. Here's how to win at poker. I've got four or five people I coach. It's not as simple as it sounds, but I'll give you the basic. That's okay. Um, If you can get to one of the top poker players before the game and say, what's the most money you've ever seen anybody win at poker? And then anchor that. You can wiggle your fingers. You know, you can... uh, If you've got the silverware, we can rattle that. Uh, Whatever you've got. Yep. So you're trying to anchor this. So then during the game, now don't do this during the game because people are closed up. They're all cautious. They're playing tight, they call it. A lighter works real well for anchoring, too. One that's kind of burned out of uh, flame. That might work. Yeah. Yeah. So what you do is you wait until you have a great hand, and then you, you know, flick your lighter, rattle the silverware, you know, whatever you're doing. And the guy that normally wouldn't play unless he had a can't-lose hand experiences this surge of greed and bets when he's not, when he shouldn't. He goes on what's called tilt, for those of yep. you who don't know. Being on tilt is like, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a, a real good example going on tilt. Going on tilt is like when you 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 are positive. You It's like... It's like the million-dollar check ends up in somebody else's mailbox, or yeah. the what's the the, the Alanis Morissette song? Uh, you get the death roll pardon two minutes too late, and or something to that effect. It's something that just rattles you so bad that your judgment totally leaves you, and it is called being on tilt. And uh, we, my the best example I ever remember was a guy who forgot to put. Um, he had a perfect. Uh, royal flush on the machines. He's waiting to hit the tables, and for some reason, instead of hitting the ca- the hold button, he he hit the button that deleted the hand. Oh no! He lost the whole hand. It redealt him a loser. And he and was, this guy five minutes later gets called, and he is on. He just lost four thousand or whatever it was. He is on full <laughs> tilt, and they knew it. They knew it. They saw the guy is over there. It was incredible because. I, we saw the hand, and he's screaming at his wife or something. He said, "I hit the flush, and instead of there's a you know when they deal the hand, you got a choice of sit or get rid of a card." Well, apparently he had reject the whole hand or whatever he yeah. did. He screwed it up yeah. somehow and hit the wrong button. I've done it myself, not on a flush, but 
Uh, he <laughs> let's let's say after that he uh, I would I think he dropped six seven grand, and I mean he did it at lightning speed. So that that yeah, is uh, that that totally totally jives with um, logic on that. Well, this um, is kind of counterintuitive, but I don't gamble at all. It's, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it, I, it cracks, I enjoy it when I when I'm in the I'm, atmosphere, but we don't I'm have coaching any. so many, um, you know, Texas Hold'em poker players sure. to, What's to money. Yep. Um, but what you do is ask that question before the game starts or before things are set, and anchor it, and then you have control over their greed, and you can create. You know, the, the now, is that beneficial that you're looking to you for. if you're playing with them, or if you are have maybe somebody you're bankrolling in the game, or you can do it any number of ways. In yeah. fact, a what you were talking about earlier, if you have a beautiful girl who's wearing a low cut blouse, and right. when you have a good hand, she bends over, you know, to whisper something in your ear, and everybody else gets a look. Well, right. that will influence the, you know, the game. Absolutely. I, I mean, I, I used to. I'm telling you, I could. Go, I would. I remember being in Puerto Rico and dropping. Uh, I mean, God, this was 20 years ago. But these two blonde girls, they were twins, and uh, man, just they're standing behind me, and I was American and whatever. They must have been 19. I was probably 20 something. And well, no, I couldn't. I don't even. Not maybe younger. I think you could gamble when you were 18, and still probably can. But uh, yep. I just know. Next thing I know. Is I'm calling up my friends saying I just got mugged because I couldn't tell them the <laughs> truth, which was I because as soon as I'm done, they say, oh, let's go out and party, and I'm thinking I don't have a nickel. Yep. I got to try to find a way to call collect just to get the hell out of here. I'm in uh, San Juan, so they saw well, Glenn, you coming. Yeah, um, let me see if we can let's hit one real quick if we can. It's talk about the realtor who sent over uh, the one you sent me on the, the email. The realtor um. who sent. Oh the, oh, the realtor who was using strippers as yes. uh, as yep. private eyes. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Okay, well, um, we got most people aren't going to be able to minutes. do this one, but <clears throat> well, we can. You gotta, okay. Um, briefly, what he did was go into a bunch of upscale places where there's a lot of wealthy men, and he he made deals with the lap dancers. Anything they could find out about property that was being sold, I got somebody's. You. Somebody's in a, uh, you know, behind on loans, or and you know where he'd have an opportunity to squeeze them for a deal. <clears throat> he would pay them for tips on who is in trouble and has to sell right. real estate. And, and you know what? Approach- they love to give up the information to the girls. Oh yeah, guys yeah. love to. They love to. Boy, you know, it's like yeah. They love to so give up information. Let's, let's, let's do the last one. Uh, we have time for the kiss, uh, the, the chocolate Go kiss thing. It. Okay. Go for it. <clears throat> this um, one of my elderly guys who's in a nursing home came up with this. Uh, shows you he, you don't have necessarily have to cash in your frisky chips just because you're in a retirement home. With so, one foot on the grave and one on a banana yeah, peel. He's like okay. eighty, and uh, uh, he, so. He he wanted more hugs from some of the attractive nurses, so uh, he came up with this, and I, it works great. <clears throat> so what you do, you walk up to a woman, and you this could be cashier, uh, this works anywhere, and I suggest you stand about two feet or three feet away, so if they swing, you can duck, because yeah. there's a there's a risk factor to this. 
<clears throat> so you say, may I give you a kiss? Now, this is cold. And so she gives you this deer-in-the-headlights look. Uh-huh. Um, and then you open your hand, which you've held with two chocolate kisses in it, about chest high. And she goes, ah, uh, <laughs> and starts giggling, right? All right. Then if you open your arms and say, oh, give me a hug, she, within that energy, yeah, you've got right, a hug. Within the moment, she'll do it. Yep, yep. Yep. That's, that's um, cool. So the old man, well, even, you know, that's cool even better for the for old women. man. Yep. Oh, I, oh, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Exactly. Tell us tell us your sites. Uh, guys, these are some, let's see, what do we got here before that lady comes on that annoying voice? Well, we got six I minutes. Got a, okay. We got six minutes. I want, okay, I got, a, I got an got, offer. I got an offer here I want to mention. Sure. Uh, Nick and I are doing this series of Avatar movies. Um, so anybody that emails me at rentamentor, R-E-N-T-A-M-E-N-T-O-R, at M-A-C.com can get the link to the we're going to do six so if you want to get hot women to run and bring you beer over and over and over sit in your lap whatever you'll actually see how to do it movie after movie we're going to put it all on avatar animation movies if you send me that in an email i'll put that up on the blog too okay uh right. it's rent a mentor m-e-n-t-r at where mac.com at mac.com okay that, cool. that's my email address You're right once we get the YouTube thing up, uh, I can give you that link, and they'll all be there. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll make the, that's per yeah when the series because I've got a couple of the videos on my blog at VegasVenceLegend.blogspot.com, um, and then you've got your your other site, which is okay. I, well, I know I've site, had people from these you, shows You know, they have there, to take so. a test to buy any right. of my audio yep. CDs. So the test is at <clears throat> www.nlpbrainbuzz neuro linguistic programming brainbuzz b-u-z-z dot com nlp brainbuzz dot com okay yep so there's 60 testimonials if you can't give yep. away a thank you note give away a dollar bill give away a test you know a, a, right. a lottery ticket and then email me with a testimonial um, it's not safe to go on my main site um, you can buy some of the ebooks that's safe enough which is um, yeah that, well I can you have a link I guess it's, but it's w yeah. w Archive. Dot Enchanted NLP. Yep, Enchanted. Uh, yeah, Archive. Dot Enchanted NLP. Did I screw that up? Say that one again. No, you got it. Okay. Um, it's www. Dot Archive. A R C H I V E. Dot Enchanted NLP. E N C H A N T E. And it's Glenn NLP. without the E on the end. Beeps. Yeah, no. Uh, o S B O R N. Exactly. So you're welcome That's to go over there. That's very cool. I give away hundreds and hundreds yes, and hundreds do. of millions of dollars. Well, you were there. How you, long you did have, you stay? You, you give away a lot, Glenn. I mean, your stuff is very cool. It's cutting edge. Some of the stuff is really, really strong. I how mean, obviously, we're not getting into you, all of it on the show. How many hours did you lose when you first discovered that? Well, it's called, I, I coined the term, didn't I? I actually coined the term. I said, it's like going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, because you get stuck in there, and then I look back and I say, "Well, there's four hours or five hours of my life." I think it was like, "Yeah, it's it's very." You have never seen a website like Glenn's. Every email he sends you, you will open, and you will actually. I have a you know a, a file just for your stuff. It is really the free stuff you give away is cool. The higher end stuff is powerful stuff, guys. 
Um, it really is. I mean, that's it, my like pet. I said, this, you, you work this year just so people know. And again, I've only got a couple minutes. This is yeah. the guy who's worked with Jay Abraham. This guy who's worked with Gary Halbert. I mean, these are this is this is uh, you know not some wacko from the street just because some of this stuff uh, sounds strange. Well, that's, um, that's where I learned. And that's fine right. for know? people who want to think that. That's that's cool. That it's not for them. Yeah. You know that that's, that's why. That's why I test them. The material is so powerful that it's actually. I cr- uh, people were calling me by creating stalker zombies. In other words, women yep. or men would start following them around. Well, I, it turns out that if you don't do anything, um, your unconscious mind soaks this stuff up and starts hypnotizing people around you. Well, yep. we can't have that. So uh, you got to take a test. No, I think it's it's it's. It, I always love having you on, and I probably should have scheduled for longer. But I think people check it out, and I'll make sure I post when the Super Bowl videos come out. Um, Glenn, man, it is always fun. We got okay, well, seconds. I'm going to close it out. It's a darn and, good uh, thing I sent you seven pages. We, gee, we go. And on. I didn't even get through it. But uh, <laughs> hey, Glenn, it's it's cool. Um, I'm going to. I'll send you the link to the uh, squeeze page thing. And um, I appreciate it as always. And guys, okay. everybody out there, to uh, future girlfriends, to ex-girlfriends, everybody, um, <laughs> I harbor no animosity for any of you. I really don't. Um, the life goes on. The show goes on. And, um, you know, I want everybody out there to do well, be well. And that's what it's all about. And for those of you that have had relationships with me, female-wise, I'm talking about, and it didn't work out. Um, hey, you know, there's no hard feelings here. It takes two to tangle, and I am no day at the park. I do realize that. Um, I want to close it out, as always, by, and I mean that seriously, you out there who know who you are. Um, I want to say, as always, thanks to Glenn, and may you live to see the dawn. May all your dreams come true. And may you guys and girls always remain forever young. Again, catch the show while you can. Here today, gone tomorrow. That's just the way it's going to be. have no idea when. Good night. God bless. Okay, so we're done, I take it? Yes. <laughs>